0: Good evening. It's Wednesday at 9 p.m. This is the Whatnot Podcast. I'm Mike Z.
1: And I'm Chris, and we're here to talk about wood and
0: whatnot. And
1: uh, tonight, we got special guest. Dang it, I knew I'd do it wrong. Kylie Lee
0: oh Where? <laughs> the in your
1: cnc.com. And uh, welcome back. You know, this is a repeat customer.
2: Yeah. Third timer. Third timer.
0: Yeah, look at you. You don't Man. have to say you're You're a lot more comfortable and smiling,
2: which yeah. is oh, weird to see. I was laughing at the uh, the intro there.
0: <laughs> you like that future page? Yeah,
2: yeah, I like that.
0: <laughs> wow. telling someone, you, I'd make them special every time. Somebody's <laughs> a glutton for punishment coming back here. And uh, now that uh, he is free, I would like to get Gerald Vance on as well in the future here at Blatchin. We'll make that a we, because I would like it too. Kyle yeah. would too.
2: Is
0: he a free agent now? Uh, he he got his, uh, I think his grant figured out. So now he can go demolish his reputation on podcasts like this. <laughs> you know.
1: By the way, congratulations, nice. Mr. Vance. Yeah. Well deserved, my friend. Well deserved.
0: Congratulations indeed. So tonight we are talking Learn Your CNC, but more importantly, the new upgraded Learn Your CNC Academy.
2: That's right.
1: Yeah, this has been in the works a little while, and we'll talk about that—that's for sure. And uh, I want to hear a little bit about your visit to WorkbenchCon.
2: WorkbenchCon, yeah, that was fun. It was your
1: first one, so I want to hear hear how excited and some of the things you did.
2: Yeah, it was definitely fun. First time Workbench, first time in Georgia too. So, oh, two first there. So,
3: well, so there's no the snow there.
2: On. Yeah, funny no story. Funny story about that is I got back and this week I look at the weather. I'm like, man, it's 60 all week here in Pennsylvania. It never happens this this early. And here I was still stuck in Atlanta weather <laughs> app. <laughs> I was telling everybody, man, it's sixties all week this week. And You're then I woke up. Like, mm-hmm. I woke up to snow today, <laughs> disappointed.
0: Well, welcome to Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So tell us first about, um, why did you go? What were, what were your expectations of WorkbenchCon?
2: Uh, did, I really went with no expe- expectations at all. I just wanted to go to not only just check it out, to network with other people and just to see what all the hype was about. Hmm. And, and it definitely lived up to its expectations.
0: That's cool. So, and they had uh sessions where you could, um, you know, is it like classes?
2: Yeah. So basically there's like, um, I think there's like four time blocks, three or four time blocks a day. And there's multiple classes going on at the same time. Uh, so the nice thing was you didn't have to go to one specific class. You could pick and choose what you wanted to go to. But if you were to miss one the next day, they have, uh, sometimes they repeat the classes. So you have That's a chance cool. to, to get to multiple classes.
0: Cool. That's was good. So what was your what what what's one that you picked that you were excited to go see?
2: Uh one I really liked was the Izzy Swan class. He's teaching like how he thinks creatively and different ways to think of creative ideas. Pretty nice.
0: Yeah, his brain doesn't work like normal people brains.
2: Definitely not. Yeah, most cool. people
1: wouldn't completely destroy a Toyota Tundra <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. Well, unless Upgrades. you're
3: Jeremy Clarkson,
0: give it time. So that sure was, a, just that
1: was a that was a that was a Tacoma though that they destroyed, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: that was yeah. That's yeah. the Hilux over there. Yeah. But okay, so uh you got classes, um networking. so Oh yeah. That...
2: So I met way more people there than I thought I was going to. It was, it was just all day, every day, you're just talking to new people, and that was definitely the best part. The classes were great, but meeting other people was uh, even better
0: because they all everyone's from a different walk of life which is kind of neat but all kind of doing the same thing exactly so uh, how many people were kind of shocked to find out that there was something like learn your cnc academy available
2: i talked to a lot of people and there's a lot of people into cncs and some of them said that they bought it try to use it for a little bit and then it's just sitting in their garage not doing anything so told them about my classes and everything and they they said they would definitely check it out i did have a few people sign up from the from the event too
0: that's cool Cool. very cool yeah because that's probably the best the best thing about it is that you're giving support to people who do exactly that they get it they get into the hype they're excited they have a lot of possibilities they can do but then it kind of fizzles a little bit because it's some of the software part is tough
2: yeah yeah, that's where everybody said they had the the biggest struggle. Is most people are woodworkers; they're not good with computers. So, mm-hmm. when you get into the CNC world, you're using computers a lot. So that's definitely an area they struggle in.
1: Hence, the first initial
0: in CNC computer. Exactly.
2: Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: Well. let's see. Um, so all of Kyle's pictures, by the way, he hardly ever smiles. Even when he takes trips to Hawaii, it looks like he's <laughs> being burdened to be in front of the camera. And I always like to pick on him because it's funny. But so we've got, you met Mr. Izzy Swan. That's right. And then Nick Starrett.
2: Yes. Yeah, me and Nick have been talking for a long time, probably three or four years. And we never met in person, but I found out he was going there. So we met up there and we hung out most of the time there. Cool. Great time.
0: And then this is their setup. So they had, is this where the classes were or were the classes in a completely different room?
2: Yeah, this was like the main like gathering area, they called it. Um, they had like um, like just speeches there. And then the classes were all in separate, uh, separate rooms. Very nice. There's probably six other rooms that they had classes in.
0: Looks comfortable. I think that gentleman in dead center looks really familiar. Kind it looks like uh, Michael Porman. We shot Mike. Anyways,
2: he was on the podcast.
0: So um, I'm taking it. The the image on the right was like a resin pour with everyone's stickers in it.
2: Yeah. So you just drop your sticker off there and they were pouring a layer of resin, putting a layer of stickers and then just keep going up as they uh, poured more uh, layers on there.
0: Interested to find out what they do with that after the fact. So it's kind of a neat idea.
2: Yeah, mine got buried. So before I left, I threw one more sticker in there. Hopefully it would get on the top. <laughs> there you go.
0: I was going to say, I noticed a lot of people didn't cover over duristas. There's, a, there's some respect right there.
2: Yeah. And the, the picture on the left is all the people I met, uh, we all swapped stickers. So if you ever do go, make sure you bring stickers or, or business cards.
1: Mm. Oh, nice. You met Woodcraft.
2: Who's that? I
0: said, I see. The, it was. I said, must be nice. You met Woodcraft.
2: Oh yeah, I met Woodcraft. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I see, you met yourself too a couple of times in there.
2: I'm I did. <laughs> I kept bumping into myself there, and so I just swapped stickers with myself.
0: And then, uh, so Mr. Paul Jackman, now famous Netflix guy, but what was he demonstrating with the hat and the foam?
2: So I'm. I'm not sure. The beginning of that story, I kind of walked in on that but uh, I think they were using that foam stuff and it got stuck to the cups. I don't know if that was intentional. And then I just walked over there. They're wearing them on their head. Gotcha.
0: I was curious about that. And then uh, someone sent me a picture that they had spotted you in the wild. Yeah. I had a Mr. Uh,
2: paparazzi there after me. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: there's a good question. Hold on one second. Let me get out of that.
1: Like a walking marketing board. That's fantastic.
2: Yeah.
0: So question at Workbench Con: did they have any old school woodworking?
2: Uh, they did have uh, like timber framing. They had a class on timber framing. Is that uh, Justin? I'm not sure. I didn't go to that class. Um, as far as old school woodworking, I don't think they had like, I'm not sure if they had like hand planes or anything like that. I didn't see any of those.
0: Yeah, because I think a lot of it's kind of, if you're an influencer or someone on Instagram or YouTube, you know, how do you grow your audience? Um, how do you manage your making at the same time as running your brand?
2: Yeah, so I w- more
0: sessions on that.
2: Yeah, I would say probably 60 to 80% of the classes were about social media and business sense.
3: Good evening, Mr. Gary Jones. John and Michelle, hello.
0: And then Mr. Robert Jennings like to say thank you Cal for all the info you have given us.
2: Not a problem.
3: All right, Chris, you all right over there?
1: <laughs> <kind> of... Yeah, <laughs> it was like I swallowed a dust ball or something off my little <laughs> microphone thing, and
2: it was like looking couldn't... a little red. Yeah, yeah I
1: was like, get, I know you muted, it, but. Out.
0: Hey, you look, yeah, you look like you were painting there for a minute. I
1: thought I would save you the hassle of, how am I going to edit that
0: out? (laughs) Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. If you have to drop out, just shut off your camera. I'll love you even more. That's gone. All right. So uh, this is the free giveaway of Black Diamond Pigment.
2: Yeah. So I don't even know how many tables are there. There's probably over 50 tables there that look like that. And they're basically giving them away as candy. Wow.
1: Wonder how many drug dealers snuck in and swapped some bags.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was worried about going on the plane with those bags.
0: Yeah, that'll go over well with TSA. What's in the bag, sir? Pigment?
2: Just smell them, I promise. It it won't make you high. New brand called Black Diamond. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds
0: sounds like something straight out of GTA. (laughs) Yeah, you start with the
1: white and work your way up to the red. When you get to the red, you've gone way too
2: far. Yeah, see all these? That's what they give you just for walking in the door.
1: How's that expert level?
2: Yeah. (laughs) When you walk in the door, they give you, you have to check in and they give you your, uh, your little name tag here. That's so you can get around. And then they give you a big bag full of free goodies.
0: Uh, on that name tag, did you customize that slightly?
2: Yeah. They recommend you put your sticker on there. So I just threw my sticker on there in the back, I had my business card, and you can scan the QR code. So you can go right to the website.
0: Smart, using QR QR codes. Ah, look at that. Mr. Chris Miller wants to know what is in that cup. Oh, I said that's Chris's cup. I get it. Don't edit. Yeah, John, we tried not to edit any of this out. That's why some of them are long. But it's whenever a guest drops out, trying to put that audio back in sync is a pain. That's my burden, and I enjoy it. It is what it is.
3: Yeah.
0: When
1: they all come back in, we should do a three, two, one. That way you have audio and video to sync. I was,
0: I was really thinking about getting one of those dog clickers and just sitting here, just clicking it. <laughs> then everyone would be like, why does he keep doing that? People keep leaving. <laughs> Anyways, he's got a thing. So, um, um I am going to share your finishing storage because that is one of my favorite things. Now, is this something you made on the CNC? Uh,
2: the sides. Yeah, the sides I made on the CNC. The okay. shelves were made on the table saw.
0: But you cut out the sides to go on. Okay. No. See, and, and is that a plan or something that you have?
2: Um, I got recommended to make that a plan quite a few times. So I, I think I better get on that. I'll put that on my website.
0: Very good.
2: Just something I... I had a need for, I made it and just, uh, it's just saved on my computer.
0: <laughs> no, cause look how many aerosol cans you're able to fit in that small space. Like I'm, I really like this. Hey Chris, whenever you have free time and Kyle has those plans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like to utilize this storage. That's yeah, that's...
1: I, I looked at it and thought, man, if I only used colors, that would be perfect. Everything I do is typically clear, clear or, or some kind of sheen and, not much of a color. I'd have a. I'd have to still mark the caps or or put a mark on the, on the board.
0: Yeah, Did that, you n- Not was... do something on the end right there. I'm sorry,
1: Kyle. It's
2: okay. Yeah.
1: Well, the end. I mean, who knows how many different cans you're going to have up there? You could have satin, semi-gloss and gloss of one style or something.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I got it all. You I know, know I should take know. a picture of my shelf that just has everything shoved on it. And I don't care where it would be. It'd be way better organized than that.
2: Yeah, the the whole reason I made that is because I used to have like a little cheap cabinet. And there are probably three or four rows back of spray cans and paint cans. And sometimes I would look for one. I couldn't find one. So I'd buy a new one. And then I find later I already had like two or three of them. So you end up buying more that you didn't even realize you had. So I made a shelf where you can only fit one row of everything. So you could see just visually by looking at it, what you have.
0: See, it is awesome. I'm telling you, a lot of people would probably enjoy Mm -hmm. it because if you had the plans and if they didn't have a CNC, even if you just sold the sides, people can then use their table saw to make that and, you know, kind of create it. But yeah, I even thought about,
2: I even thought about making like a flat pack where you can cut the parts out and ship them. Even Mm -hmm. just the sides. I can cut the sides, ship them. And then whoever wanted to make the shelves can make it any length you want.
0: Now I know some of your, um, people who take the Academy might be listening, but it might be a really good beginner (laughs) CNC project and just have mail you the parts. (laughs) It
2: would be a a good, good beginner project.
0: Yeah. Chris, uh, Scott Houston, one of our Patreons over at patreon.com, uh, forward slash. What not podcast? He says that he would take one of those in his free time. So he'll like one too. Well yeah, he's, go. got a,
1: he's got a big enough shop. He just needs to buy a CNC and
3: I'll come help him learn how to use that. I will save you. him all kind of time.
2: I'll hire Chris to be my flat pack maker. It's
0: not a bad idea. Mr. Angus says, What is the CNC black magic y'all speak of? <laughs> Wizards. Well, uh, let's find out what Learn Your CNC Academy is. Here's the first. So, OK, you, you take me through this. I have the graphics. You've seen them, so you know.
2: OK, so Tell me about it. this is my this is my new updated version of the course. So this will be replacing the old course. So over two years of training, I've learned a lot of how to teach and. How to make things easy to go through. So over those two years, I've came up with this better system here, and this way I broke it down into easy um, sections where you can. Uh, as you see here, we have the first level is a boot camp, so that that basically gets everybody started on the basics of Vectric software, and then after that, I split it up into a two D design level. And that will teach everything you need to know to design projects. And then after that, you would need to go to And then that would be the next level. And that will teach you everything you know, need to know about making toolpaths for project. And then after that, we have the gadgets. So that's a section for some of the different Vectric softwares, the pro versions and the Spire. So that's a section all by itself. Then I have 3D modeling that I made for VCarve and Aspire only, which is kind of the basics of 3D modeling. And then I made an advanced level only for Aspire. So that uh, Aspire software has much more options for 3D modeling. So I split those up into levels by themselves as well. And then finally here, we have rotary lessons. These are the lessons I'm actually working on right now. Um, They have, basic rotary lessons for VCarve and Aspire and then there's going to be some more advanced lessons for Aspire only that deals with 3D in a rotary form. And then also I have the live weekly class that I take students projects that they're struggling with, they send them to me and then every week we every Thursday night we go over their projects and answer any questions in a live Zoom meeting. So everybody gets all their qu Uh, questions answered
0: very cool and that's all included or is that an extra so the live the
2: live live class is a separate uh course because that one is um kind of all by itself that one focuses more on students projects that they're having issues with and then every lesson is recorded and uploaded to that separate course where anybody can anybody that's in the course can replay them as many times as they want
0: Gotcha. So if someone wants to lurk has an issue but doesn't actually want to come out and say it, can kind of go back and view it later.
2: And the nice thing too, in the in the live meeting, you could it's a zoom meeting, so you can talk uh, to me at the same time, or you can just type your uh, question in the chat. so you don't have to be on camera or anything.
1: And I've personally sat through a few of those live ones, and um, I'll usually go back and try to catch even more of the ones that i can't can't watch because of certain time restrictions. And uh, man, I'll
0: tell you, I love them. Great job.
1: <laughs> Thank I, you. Like it,
0: I like it broken down. So looking at the the breakdown here, they someone could start the master course and then build on top of that? Or is there like a deal if you buy the master course? How does this work as far as, um, you know, if I'm looking to purchase this?
2: So I split it up in the new course. I split it up for VCarve users where they get everything they need to know for VCarve. And then I split it up for Aspire users so they get the additional training for Aspire. That way, uh, somebody using vCarve does not need to know anything for the Aspire lessons. So they're going to be split up in two separate courses. And then you can always upgrade if you upgrade to Aspire as well. And then the live class is a separate class as well, like I said earlier.
0: Okay, so um, John says he has vCarve Pro. Can it be upgraded to Aspire, and is it worth it?
2: I only recommend Aspire if you want to create your own custom 3D models. Otherwise, vCarve can do everything that Aspire can.
0: Okay. Which one is it that you can take the picture and upload it? Is that vCarve Pro?
2: You mean like carve a picture that you upload? Yeah. that You could do that in basically all the softwares cool. for Vectric. Unless Are you, you want to
3: make
1: it, yeah, he's, I think he may be talking about a 3D picture. Well, like you did one time, Chris. You yeah, had that would picture... that would be Aspire oh, because okay, yeah. it, it required it required a lot of uh, manipulation and, and uh, modeling of that. Yeah,
2: that's so, what I was going to yeah. say. Unless it's 3D model and 3D picture, then you're going to have to use uh, Aspire.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Forrest says, as one of your current students? He's looking forward to the new rollout of the new uh, format." Sorry. Thank you. Looking forward to the role of the new format. I'm looking forward to it. It's been what, a year, year and a half since we first started talking and you were going to, you were starting to build this.
2: All right. Evie says, can you explain rotary? So yeah, that's like, um, like a table, like, like a spindle and rotary is just like a round object and some CNC's have the option to. Carve rotary, or they have a fourth axis that spins. It's like a, basically a lathe that's computer controlled.
0: Yeah, see, Angus, that's why you want to get one because then you can just get rid of the
2: lathe.
0: <laughs> he has a rotary phone.
2: That works too. Does Do it still work with a dial? It doesn't connect to Ventric, though. Sorry. Oh, man.
1: Press probably... one to sign up for learnyourcnc.com now.
2: <laughs> Press two for Spanish.
0: I hear rotary phone and all I think of is just that noise that it made to connect to the internet.
2: Oh, you mean like right. AOL?
0: Oh yeah. Then right. <laughs> if someone picked it up, you got booted.
2: Yep. I grew up in those days. Oh, they were so much fun.
0: Uh, let's see here. So, so. Any, yeah. Anyone have any questions for Kyle, please feel free to either, you know, obviously leave them now live. He'll answer them as we go. Um, or in the comment section below, by all means, or you can go to learnyourcnc.com, Check it out on Facebook. Is it, um, uh, what is it on Facebook? Just learn your CNC. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, I have a Facebook group too. the, uh, Vectric tips and tricks. There's over 20,000 people there now. And it's really grown a lot and people are really getting good questions answered and asked there
1: one thing that I will say I, that I really like about that group, because I'm part of a lot of CNC Facebook groups, is I get so tired of people going on there and constantly asking for files and files and files. And your group, it's a lot about the community helping the community. And I yeah. love that aspect about it. That's it's just, you know, it makes it so nice when you can go in there and post something. And you're not going to get bashed because you did something wrong, you know. They're going to mm-hmm. encourage you. And if you go on and ask a stupid question, they're not going to just, you know, belittle you in front of the whole community. They they come along and they help, even if it's the question that's been asked a hundred times. Everybody comes along and it's a very supportive group. So if you're looking to get into CNC and you don't like to be bashed and you don't like to be constantly harassed about, you know, selling you files, go check that out.
2: Yeah, that was definitely hard to. To get to that point, because I know a lot of groups are like that. Mm -hmm. So I made like the rules for try to keep that to a minimum. And anytime I see it happen, uh, either somebody reports it or I take it down. So I try to keep it as user friendly for a beginner as possible.
1: Mm. And you do a good job about bringing in and giving them some of those freedoms you know, just to let them feel like the group's not just shut out, you, you know, you have yeah, days yeah. where you, you know, talk about yourself or show off, show off your goods or, you know, you show your shop. I mean, you do a lot of stuff like that where.
2: Yeah. You know, so it, the, problem just, I, the problem, the problem I have seen with most groups is it's always people advertising or looking for files over and over again. So what I did was I said no public posts for that. I'll have one post a week, where in the comments you can advertise all your businesses and look for files. So like find a file Friday, uh, self promotion Saturday, stuff like that, where uh, people still have that freedom, but it's not uh, scattered all over the group. Mm -hmm. It's all in one spot.
3: Yeah. There's been a couple of times where I've had to
1: go, I've had to go look at the history and find those old posts and go look down there because I remembered seeing something in there, but didn't have time to deal with it at the time. So, yeah, that's a great place. You can just go find that day that you know you saw it and you can go easily locate that. Yeah,
2: and my favorite ones is I do the What You're Working On Wednesday. And not too many people share pictures of what they're working on unless you make a post like that. And then sometimes there'll be hundreds of comments of all these different unique projects that everybody's working on. And that's a really good place to to get ideas for Mm -hmm. stuff you want to make.
0: And there's also that um, if you post something in a group and maybe you don't post a whole lot or you've been lurking for a while that you only see like four or five people see it, you know, or like it or something like that, that those kind of posts that you do encourage them to post because then people are going to be looking
2: at it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Let's see. We got a question here. Will the current students of the class be able to new use the new class?
2: Yeah, good question. So, yeah, all the students from the current class are going to be moved over there. And that'll be next week actually. So, uh, no additional cost or anything. It's just going from one course to the other. And then the other one, once everybody's moved out of will eventually be expired. Mm-hmm. And then the new one will be the one and only course.
0: So I think that answers this next question here, which is when is the rollout for the new format?
2: Yep. As long as everything goes good, it should be Monday, next Monday.
3: Very good.
1: Yeah, John's see. question was the one that uh, I was going to ask, but hey, since he asked it, we'll let him.
2: We'll go ahead and you
1: can read it. We'll let Kyle read it.
2: <laughs> All right. Will you ever have class that helps with laser? Okay. I've done simple text words, but wondering how to import picture and laser. So are you talking like a JTEC laser attached to your CNC or a standalone CO2 laser? Those will be very different. Um, but yeah, I do have a laser myself both the JTEC and the standalone CO2. And I have considered uh making classes for those as well.
1: Well it sounds like you have lesson eight and nine covered <laughs> or excuse me <laughs> level level eight and level, nine
2: covered. Uh, get it right. We'll Sorry. have to do a whole new level system for those.
0: That were uh, that's just as popular. There's some people that don't want to get into the CNC but are really utilizing a laser.
2: Yeah, I have noticed lasers have been definitely getting more popular recently.
0: Let's see here. Yeah, so rotary would be good for ornate table legs or bedpost or recreating. Because see, that's why I was curious about the um, mm-hmm. Aspire, is that in doing antiques, that sometimes it'd be great if you could just take a picture of it and import it into something and be able to actually recreate it if it's broken. Like a broken leg, you know, you have four of them. One's broken. would be nice to recreate it.
2: Yeah. Recreating is definitely harder than creating from scratch because yeah. you have that added element of has to be exactly the way the other ones are. Um, they do make like 3D scanners and stuff you can you can buy to create 3D models with, but some of those can be expensive. I did that's find cool. one recently that's recently priced. Um, I don't know how good it is. I was thinking about buying it, trying it out.
0: Sure. So yeah, John says attached to the CNC.
2: Okay, so yeah, that's probably like a JTEC laser then. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be adding some lessons for that to the course using the uh, Vetric laser module. I've been testing that out for uh, since it came out. And when it first came out, there was, it was a little lacking some features, but they've definitely been updating it with the uh, new updates they've been rolling out.
1: Well, and see, the problem that I've got is certain manufacturers um, their their lasers won't create that shading effect without using something third party first, because of the communication between the controller and the JTech laser. It can either give you shade or no shade, laser or no laser. Hmm. <clears throat> so you know that's one of the one of the hiccups that you know Axiom is working on, and they've come up with a third party option that that gives you some of that shading, but it's not, it's not a true, true transition from that, that new laser module that, that, that Vectric's got.
2: Yeah. They're, they're pretty limited on what machines they support right now, but I know they've been working on adding more machines to support with. Mm -hmm. And I did notice the, like I go on the Vectric website a lot and sometimes you go down a rabbit hole somewhere and you stumble on something. And I, one time I seen, uh, like a vetric laser software. It's like, they're almost making a dedicated software for lasers. So hmm. I'm thinking that might be something they roll out in the future.
0: Yeah. What do what you mean by rabbit hole? He was he was in the code. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gerald's got a good question. Can you recreate a cabri- cabrio leg on a CNC?
2: Mhm. I don't know my leg ter- terminology. I'd have to see one think the, of a the, hockey
0: the, puck. the unique
1: the uniqueness of a of a fourth axis or rotary on a CNC is it doesn't matter how many curves or bumps or twists it has. You can even carve animals all the way down at at a at a rotation around the spindle uh, because you're unlike a lathe where you you can only turn like beads and coves. Yeah. Unless you're using something weird the CNC is slowly rotating and you've got a, a router that's just moving back and forth. And so if it has any ups and downs, I mean, it can do, your only limitation is the gantry height or the, the height of your actual fourth axis.
2: Yeah. Yeah. With lays everything basically has to be symmetrical and CNCs, you don't have that issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's definitely possible. Cause I saw a, a leg manufacturer that was in Hickory, They finally it shut down, but they had a duplicator that was very much like a CNC uh, before CNC was really a thing. And basically it was all mechanical. So I know it's possible with the fourth axis. Uh, Would you ever consider doing a class on the controller software? Ask Dan.
2: Uh, That controller software I've actually never used. So I don't really have a machine that works with that one. Um, I try not to stay, I try not to get too specifics on controller software because there's so many different ones. Mm-hmm. Every machine's different. So that's, that's a tough one. Um, uh, that's almost like a basically one on one. You'd have to, you'd have to go over that.
1: And, and some the, machines have proprietary software. Yeah. Like, like you can't operate a shark on anything but either the handheld controller or their, um, ready to carve or ready to not ready to carve um yeah ready to ready to carve and then um digital wood carvers got their own proprietary axiom doesn't even use a software everything they do is based on the controller yeah so you know yeah there's so many different variations of that
2: yeah it's hard to keep up with them all too uh i i do a lot of one-on-one trainings too and i just recently did one with a guy in uh canada and he needed help with the machine they use there with the g-code and i found out they make proprietary g-code it's Mm -hmm. like a code i've never even seen before it's like its own secret code so you can't edit it crazy
0: so one-on-one just a sidetrack for one one quick second one-on-one is offered through learn your cnc academy
2: uh it's on my website um you can schedule i have like my calendar there you can schedule a one-on-one training and that's just like pay for one hour and we'll have a one-on-one zoom meeting. And then I record it and send it to you afterwards. So you have that recording.
0: Let's see. Here's a, here's a good, uh, Oh, okay. So he was saying that StepCraft is using the UCC. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's kind of what I assumed you were using there.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, so here's a pretty good question. Looking at new computers, does aspire and mach four run on windows 11? Well,
2: I know aspire will. I'm not sure about Mac. Uh Mach 4. I think I, really I,
0: would would RAM come down to a factor there? Not not necessarily the processor speed, because they're all kind of around the same now, but would more RAM help?
2: Uh yeah, I think Aspire recommends at least four gigabytes of RAM, but of course more is better. Oh, so Yeah, I Mach Four
1: I, it wouldn't take much. I mean it, it it's, yeah, it's normal minimal hit on the system.
2: Mach four is like basically like a word processor.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. You've seen what uh, Izzy's run- was running on his right when you were down there at Izzy's shop, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, he was running
3: uh, three. On his. three, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're right. Was, like was that on the Phantom
2: way. or the Avid?
0: Avid. Yeah. He didn't have the Phantom yet. Now he's all Phantom, which is fine. It's cool.
2: Yeah, I got to meet them there, and actually, I was just on the phone with Phantom yesterday. So. Oh.
1: Thinking about what? upgrading
2: no not yet oh man i
1: thought we'd have a you heard it here first dang it
2: phantom told me though their phone's been off the hook since work pinch con. they can't they can't uh stop the phone from ringing
0: that's good it's
1: a good problem to have Business. as long as they don't uh, skimp on the quality
2: yeah definitely no they i looked them over really good there they're really nice machines hmm. and very good price i don't know how they do those prices
0: in okay so real quick for those who may not know Kyle's background give us a little bit on your background to why you looking over the phantom actually does make a difference versus you know just it's a nice machine if you will
2: okay so yeah so i i've been in the cncs for probably 12 or 13 years now and um my last full-time job i had was working for new york city all the big clients there and i ran three different, uh, very large industrial machines. So I definitely have a lot of experience with the bigger machines. And then I also have a lot of experience with the smaller hobby machines.
0: Mm. Ones that you can put together in your own bedroom.
2: Exactly. Those ones (laughs) are more DIY machines. (laughs)
0: You know, I think that actually makes a lot more sense of why you're well-rounded in the CNC realm is because you've been around the machines that are thousands and thousands of dollars. And then also put together your own in the yeah. bedroom, you know, so you've, you've seen every aspect of it. You kind of know all the different ways that they can be put together. So I, th- I think that gives you a little bit more clout as to, uh, you know, why you would want to check out Learn Your CNC Academy at LearnYourCNC.com or is it LearnYourCNCAcademy.com?
2: It's actually academy.learnyourcnc.com.
0: That's too long. I can't remember all that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you you, a short link.
1: Well, just when you think it's Learn Your CNC Academy, stop saying it and flip it. Instead, say academy.learnyourcnc.com.
2: flip the logo upside down. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh.
0: Let's see, yeah, you computer guys. Yeah, Angus likes to say that he has a 2017 RAM 2500. Well, I think I see your problem.
2: I have a 2000.
0: You have a 2,000 Ram?
2: 2,500,
0: yeah. There you go. Is it the three-cylinder three nope. Cummings?
2: Six. Oh,
0: yeah. You definitely
1: got to... Okay. I bet she's thirsty with all these gas prices.
2: <laughs> Not when it's parked for the winter.
0: <laughs> I going to say that's the beauty of, uh, you know, running your own place.
2: Yeah, now that I work from home, I just don't spend money on gas. So I don't have to worry about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Wonderful. I don't really want to go to the pump <laughs> tomorrow, but it's wonderful. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so uh, I'm trying to think. So okay, so it's academy.learnyourcnc.com. Correct. Okay, well, I gotta get that real quick uh on the banners here.
2: And you can still access it from learnyourcnc.com. Okay. Learnyourcnc.com is the main website with like the blog and everything, and then the academy website is the Actual course itself.
1: So while Mike's learning to type, I'm gonna roll back a little bit, and I want to ask you: uh, Does do those have capital letters in them, or are they also lowercase? Just curious. Asking for a friend.
2: Caps don't yeah. matter.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm. I want to ask about workbench kind of question. So uh, you went to all those classes, and you saw all those cool people. Who was the coolest person you met there? Ooh, hot seat question.
2: Definitely Izzy. Oh. Izzy. Izzy was the only one I cared about meeting there. And the funny story is I, I checked into the hotel, went up to my room, uh, dropped off my bags, had to come down to check into WorkbenchCon. And who do I share the escalator with? Izzy and Maggie, just them two on the escalator with me. I was like, oh, didn't know I'd meet you the first thing. So I mean, him talked for a little bit there. And then uh, the next morning I went over to talk to him. And all I cared about was getting a picture with them. And then he actually he actually sat me down and we talked for a good while there and had a really good conversation.
0: Very cool. And of course, didn't smile. But so what can I um, say? in in meeting Izzy, was it um, what you thought it would be?
2: I, I like I said, I had no expectations going there. So I try not to have too many expectations for anything and just Kind of live in the moment there so it was really
0: good it's it. a great way to do it okay then
1: um what was the well you already talked about the funnest class uh, yeah, i don't know well i'm gonna get too crazy with some of the questions and you, you
2: want to know what might, i had for lunch, lunch, or lunch
0: or breakfast or dinner <laughs> what did they serve ah there you go what did they serve for lunch did they provide lunch
2: yeah they provided breakfast and lunch breakfast was okay Uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, stuff like that. Um, and then lunch, both days were different. So first day, I remember what it was first day. The second day I remember is burritos because that night, the night before I went to, uh, Chipotle for my first time and had a burrito. And then the next day at lunch, it was burritos, make your own burritos for lunch.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Now, what did you get when you were at Chipotle? I'm curious. I got a burrito. Was my first time
2: there. Uh, Steak and steak, rice, and I don't remember what was all in there. I mean, you didn't bring
1: you didn't branch out and get like carne asada or you know something else. I mean, just you just want coa. I don't.
2: I don't go for all that fancy stuff.
3: I don't even know what that is. Just give me steak. (laughs) Yeah, scrapple. He'll be fine. (laughs) Do you eat scrapple?
2: Uh, yeah, I've had it before.
0: We have liver mush down here. Same, basically, same thing. Well, I okay. said it wrong, but
2: yeah, I wouldn't scrapple. know. <laughs> I, played, I played
0: scrapple as a kid, that's how I learned to spell.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, Lord, I'm just really glad that I spelled this correctly, which is academy.learnyourcnc.com. There you
2: go.
0: I did have to go back and check. Mm. So, we Very have already cool. answered it, uh, team chamfer, team roundover. So, we don't have to get into that and make Chris feel mm-hmm. bad. Did you see last week's Kyle, by the way? I did. That was hilarious how he just happened to drop out magically during that time.
2: I should have made a bunch of hashtag team chamfer stickers and handed them out at workbench. Awesome. (laughs) Next year.
1: You know what? If that's the case, I'm taking time off next year and I'm making hashtag team roundovers.
2: There we go. And
1: each of the O's is going to have my logo in the middle of
2: it. Oh, now we're getting fancy.
0: Oh, now you're getting good.
2: And when your team, uh, roundover gets in the epoxy. I'm gonna put my team chamfer right over top of it. Yeah,
0: team chamfer needs to have just like a slash because it's just that cool. There you um, go. So what is scrapple? Scrapple's kind of like all the leftover parts of processing a pig put together <laughs> into, a, <laughs> into a brown patty of sorts.
2: Sounds delicious.
0: <laughs> it does, but it is really good when it's nice and crispy. Yeah,
1: you fry it up. Some mm-hmm. people like it on a biscuit. Some people like it on toast. Some people like it with a little mustard. I don't like it at all. So there you go.
0: Yeah, definitely got to have a runny egg and some mustard. I Get
3: was raised count. on the farm. I don't eat that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't even see this, Dan. Got to see a 15-foot Y-axis and a 25-foot X-axis by 12-foot Z-axis for making boats. I very, was very humbled with my small CNC.
2: That's a big one. That's a bigger one than I've ever seen in person. Hmm. I've seen pictures of ones like that. Yeah, those ones are definitely specialized. Big time. Yeah. I can't
1: imagine how heavy that gantry must have been. Gotta be. And and the supports and the bed to be able to support all that.
0: Do you think there'd be a large amount of electricity going to that CNC? Probably. Hey, come check out
1: my three-inch ball screw running all this CNC... Axis here.
2: I would I want, Would be interested to how much a tool costs for one of those.
3: That's a good the, question.
2: The yeah. tool, you probably have to have three guys to carry it.
1: Be like, okay, Izzy, I'll see your 700 inches a minute and I'll raise you a thousand.
2: <laughs> probably more than that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, if you're making boats, that's some big money right there. Now, when I was working for Klingspor and I was working with some of those CNC operators, I mean, those people were complaining that they wanted, you know, 900, 1,000, 1,200 inches a minute. I'm like, well, you're going to have to find another bit. This ain't going to do it. You know, I can get you to six or eight, but that's as, that's as far as I can go. Yeah. Well, no, I want to do the full depth of cut at 1,200 inches a minute. Well, good luck. Wow. Good luck. You better call somebody else.
2: Well, that's
3: yeah.
0: tooling.
2: I used to cut full depth at uh, 350 inches per minute with a 3-8 compression but that was industrial machine mm-hmm. any faster than that. It's, it gets a little sketchy.
0: <laughs> Does it start to scream right before it breaks? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and the other problem you have is holding the material down at that speed.
0: There you go. So a 24 by 24 axiom iconic is what she
2: has. Nice.
0: There you go. Livermush biscuit, gravy, scrambled eggs, the best breakfast. He's not too far off. You know what you have to have, though? Crazy enough as it is, you've got to have slaw. You've got to have slaw to go with that. Yeah,
2: you want to know? A, you're from
0: Hawaii. You don't count. I'm not from Hawaii. What the hell? No. But that's that's North Carolina way right there. Mustard yeah. and um, slaw and everything. Everything. Chili and slaw. Mm-hmm.
2: I do have a funny breakfast story from Workbench. Yes. Sure they, had, they had uh, in that main event area that I showed you with all those tables they had, uh, that's where they had breakfast. And they kind of, that's one thing that was uh, kind of bad there. It was hard to communicate with everybody because there's so many people everywhere. So not everybody got all the messages. And they told us, most of everybody, that that's where the breakfast was going to be. And then uh, the next morning, the that Nick that I had the picture with, he, uh, he went to the main lobby area. They were having a, having a separate breakfast there for a different event. He, <laughs> He makes his plate, gets pancakes and syrup all on it, and he's looking around. And he's like, where is everybody? The guy that works there says he's seen his name tag. He said, oh, you're with the other group? He's like, that's up there. And he's like, oh, can I take this with me? And he said, ah, sorry, I can't do that. So he had to throw away the whole breakfast plate he made.
1: I believe I would have ate it and then gone join the other yeah. group. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I would just have, I would... stand
0: over here by the wall eating my breakfast. <laughs> well, can I stand here and consume it then? <clears throat>
2: I would have preferred the pancakes. I would have just said, oh, this ain't my name tag. I don't know where that came from.
0: Yeah. They make really good buns.
2: There was another uh, event going on. It was like some kind of baseball cards and Pokemon cards or something. I don't know. We were trying to figure it out, but we we weren't sure where that one was. But Mm. we heard people talking about it in the hotel.
1: Well, I guess I'm going to figure out have to figure out about what that's going to cost to go to the show, go to get a hotel and all that stuff, and travel, and you know, by the end, gas will be seventeen dollars a gallon, and so I'll have to factor that in with my little truck, and just I'm going to have to take some time off from Clean Spores woodworking shop next year, and just just go. Yes. And I won't I won't tag them at all while I'm there.
3: <laughs>
1: tag uh, tag,
2: uh learn your CNC. <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
1: Not sponsored to go to
0: WorkbenchCon.
1: No, I'm going to be tagging. Uh, we're ta- we need to get some. If I go down there, I'll have to get some uh, whatnot podcast stickers.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah, you know, it, you say that, and I think it's very interesting that this year I was looking at a lot of these stickers, and there's a lot more podcasts in there yeah. than there were two yeah, years I, ago.
2: Yeah, I definitely noticed that when I was there. A lot of people talking about podcasts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, nobody was talking about ours, though. But, you know.
2: I should have got some stickers from you. to spread them out.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what we can use our Patreon money for is making stickers. There you go. There you go. Let me know where you stay and I'll crash on your floor. That's probably some of the best part of it is being able just to hang out with the people that you know at the hotel. Like, yeah, the workbench count's great and all, but, you know, being able to sit and hang out like you did with Izzy, just having a conversation. Like that whole thing right there is just worth it to me. Yeah, definitely. Now, Gerald, if I knew
1: you were gonna do that, I would just I would just get a double double a bed with a room with double beds and then you could just have the other bed. I wouldn't have you sleep on the floor.
2: <laughs> yeah, Chris, I had the double bed and it was empty. You could you could have crashed in that bed.
0: You didn't want him crashing during that time. Weren't you sick still? Or getting over it at that time. Mm. Oh no, oh, you're yeah. fine. Never mind. I'm sorry. That was last yeah. week, wasn't it? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> it all runs together.
3: Oh, That I was, was last that month. Like last yeah. month was when I was sick. God, sorry. Most, most of February.
2: I got another workbench story for you. The yeah. uh, the first night they had a there's a bar like bar slash restaurant in the m- like main lobby of the hotel, and the hotel uh, I should have sent you a picture. It's in my face or my uh, Instagram stories, uh, but. The hotel was like this big, it's 14 story stories high and it's hollow in the middle, and the rooms are on the outside, and there's a roof every, over it. So it's basically a big echo chamber. Mm-hmm. And I was on the seventh floor, and you can hear everybody in the hotel lobby, like you can hear them laughing and everything. So the well,
0: first well into the night.
2: Yeah. The first night I went to my room like 10 something, and people were out till like two AM all making noise down there and i guess the mm. next day there was a lot of complaints from the hotel so the next night the second night they uh moved the party at night to the main gathering area for the like the conference room so that that actually was the that second night was really fun everybody gathered up there there's a lot more people they had like a open bar there they gave you like two free drink tickets when you went in And then they had a DJ, they had snacks. It was pretty good.
0: That's cool. Yeah, it's a because Gary's not kidding. We had a lot of fun even trying to find something to eat because when we were there, they only had like two people at the bar running the whole thing. And it was a two-hour wait maybe if you were lucky to get food. So we had to go run and find Mm -hmm. some stuff. But yeah, that was a lot of fun, Gary. I'm glad you were there for that. Dan has a question. What software would you recommend for taking a picture from a camera and converting it into the CNC? It
2: depends on what kind of project you're looking at. It's like uh, a picture of a person that you want to engrave. I would say the photo v-carve options of Vectric, which is now built into the software. Or if you're trying to, let's say, replicate a part, uh, say you take a picture of a part you're trying to replicate, I would recommend tracing it with uh, V-Carve or Aspire, whatever you're using, and then you can cut it out that way. I do actually have some lessons on that in the live course, the live training course.
0: There you go. Yeah. Academy.LearnYourCNC.com
1: And that's what I like about the Vectric software is no matter what kind of image you have, you, you literally can import that into any of their variant and then begin tracing it or etching it or you know, whatever you want to do to it. So I like that. Yeah. Very, very good, good software will
2: thought out. The biggest issue with that though, um, that I see a lot of people do is using a blurry image mm-hmm. and they try to stoma- or uh, auto trace it using their bitmap trace feature. And it's a messy file and then they don't clean it up and they just try to cut it. And they have a lot of issues with that. So a lot of times I recommend if it's a blurry image, just manually tracing it, which takes a little bit more time, but you end up with a lot cleaner, uh, cleaner result.
0: So let me ask you this, because if if it comes down to something that I need to recreate a part, I'm just curious how this would work. Is there a certain like ratio, like a one-to-one ratio or anything, anything like that for someone who wants to take the picture of something to help them kind of get that set
2: up? All right. So one thing I recommend, if it's a bigger part, not just taking one single picture of it, um, on most phones now, you have the, what's it called, panorama view or, or pan, panorama picture. Mm-hmm. And you can actually move the camera parallel to the actual part. And that gives you a good perspective of the part. Rather than that triangle perspective view you get with a regular camera, you're getting a more straight up and down vertical view mm-hmm. of it. So that will give you a much accurate tracing of it. That's and a good then idea. when you import it, it's going to be a small little picture. And I actually have a trick that I uh, did some training on how to scale that to make it full size. So what I like to do is sometimes take a tape measure in the picture or something, something I can reference from, draw a line. Let's say I have a uh, 12-inch ruler in there. I'll draw a line from end to end of the ruler. And then on the software, you can scale that line to be 12 inches with the picture. And when you do that, it's going to be exactly uh, one-to-one scaling.
0: And this is the kind of information Mm -hmm. people can get at learn your CNC, sorry, academy.learnyourcnc.com. Yep. Because see that right there, the simple fact of putting the tape measure in there for scaling afterwards. Genius.
2: Yeah. I had to do a lot of that uh, back in my old job. We were always trying to match. We would get templates from uh, some building in New York city. then we had to match the curve or something, uh, an, an actual finished piece of material. So we did a lot of that.
0: That's a great idea. That'll work out.
1: I'll have to try that. I've been been making squares or circles the size of the part and then scaling it to fit inside that square or circle based on the known dimension.
2: Okay. Yeah, even if you had, like, even if there's a hole in the part and you knew the size of the hole, you can make that circle traced on there and scale Mm -hmm. that with it. Matter of fact, I think
1: Tools Today had a post on that today or yesterday, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, Matt uh bought some little hooks and they were doing a long board. And so he um laid it out in Vectric and uh measured the the, the width and the height of the hook, and then he made a rectangle the size of that dimension, and that way the then he scaled the image down so it would be placed perfectly inside the rectangle and then he went in and made his circles where the screw holes would go. Oh, okay. And once, he, once he got one, then he uh, copy arrayed them across the whole thing so they would all be even. And he went ahead
0: and pre-drilled all of his holes in,
2: in the board. Nice. Yep. Same concept there.
0: Steve says that he watched that scaling class and it was awesome.
2: Thank you, Steve. Yeah, a lot of people seem to really like that tip. I, I showed it three times in that class because everybody was just like, whoa, how do you do that?
0: A gr- I mean, it really is a great idea. It's a great reference. You know it's going to be exact. I just wonder how someone like Gerald, who who has the traditional woodworking, is, is listening to this thinking, okay, so you're lining up screw holes. Like, wouldn't it just be faster if, and we've always had this question, Chris and I have, <laughs> as far as if you had one piece of wood identical, would it be faster to go and, you know, make it traditionally, or would it be faster to see and see it? And I still would, I don't know how we're going to do that, but that would be a great Run
1: well, if you think about it though it it depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, in this case, like I mentioned with the tools Today post, he was making i think that that thing had like i don't know fifteen hooks across it. Well, all he's really got to do is measure and get the one put up there, and literally once you press copy array times fifteen it it's evenly spaced all the way across. There's no right. math involved, and if you' traditional woodworking you know i'm I'm out there doing this or using my little little fake measuring jig that kind of spaces out with the the tool, but I mean there's times traditional woodworking is the way to go and then there's there's times where C and the way to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence where I can literally go either way. You know, I'm not yeah. really underheel. I'm not gonna hand crank a drill <laughs> to drill a hole, but you know, still. Yeah, well, it mean, definitely
2: depends on the application. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen some people try to over engineer stuff. And you're, you're like, you could probably just cut that in the table size just as easy or even easier. Yeah. yeah
0: okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like with your, your shelves there, it would make sense to do the sides on CNC because of those that it's basically like a zigzag cut. Yeah. But to cut the actual part that's holding the cans in on the table saw. Yeah. So maybe we got to find a project that might be equally. Matched. Matched. Yeah.
2: And have a build off. CNC versus traditional I, woodwork. I, T- I, I, look
0: at, I look at your
1: sides of your cabinet and I, all I see is stair stringers.
2: Yeah, it's like basically what it is.
0: He agrees with you, Chris. Gerald agrees with you.
1: I don't know about what, but I'll just assume it <laughs> means everything I've said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it'd be good to find some sort of project that might be balanced and just to find out which would be easier setup wise. You know, like if it's a miter, for instance, like a picture frame. There's, you just did your video on picture frames, Chris, and it kind of had my mind going as far as like, could you not cut the half laps on a CNC? Could you not cut the miters on the CNC?
1: You could if your material fit on the CNC properly. Um, but my whole goal with that particular project was to do it all using normal traditional woodworking tools. I did a, and I don't think I've got it, but I haven't posted it yet. I did a video where I drew out a complete picture frame on a piece of wood miters and all and cut everything out on the CNC and made a little five by seven. uh, Well, it's actually bigger than five by seven, but it held a five by seven photo and it was all done on the CNC cutting into barnwood. And I've also got a video where I've used nothing but my micro jig sled to create those angles and cut everything like that. And I'm planning on putting a video, that video together where I'm showcasing, look, you can go traditional or you can go modern. They both work, but the key is if you've got a small CNC, that limits you to some of the things. So that's why it's important as woodworkers that you know those traditional techniques because that helps you understand the concepts of what you're trying to do on the CNC and whether or not you'll be successful at some of those things. That's that's my take on it anyway.
2: Yeah, another thing that really comes down to is if you're just making one single project, and it's something that's not too hard with traditional tools, then go for that rather than spending a lot of time designing them mm-hmm. um, for CNC. But if you're trying to repeat a project many times over, then it might be worth it to go the, the CNC route.
0: So we just got to find a project and we can make that happen. My dreams will come true, which, which would actually be faster.
1: Well, it depends. If Kyle's designing then he's going to win.
0: That's an advantage,
1: yeah. Yeah, so so if we're going to do that project, we're going to let Kyle design it.
2: That, well, that me, would make a, a good video. It just have a traditional woodworker, a CNC woodworker, then starting from an idea, and then they both have to design it. One's on the computer, one's on uh, sketch on a paper or something, and then using traditional tools on a CNC machine.
0: Wow, you said CNC woodworker. I'm surprised there wasn't burning ears all over the woodworking community. <laughs> From people who are like CNC is not real woodworking. <laughs>
1: I'm glad YouTube took down the dislike button. Or the thumbs down button. Yeah. I'm glad you oh, did that after the one it's hour. Still lunch.
2: there. It's still there. You just can't see who's who thumbed down. Well, oh, yeah, but it
0: doesn't hurt us that way. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh John says if we have one if we have a one-off part, traditional machines are faster, but if you need to be spot on multiple parts, CNC is the way to go. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I've got a project
1: coming up, and and Mike, you're more than familiar with this project. It's the speaker box your dad does with all of them flipping angles that are in there. <laughs> and I've been st- just trying to figure out how to get a good photograph of the entire board because of the angle problem. I've been, I, I even broke down and took a small segment photographs and I was going to import them all into a a, a editing software and patch them together to create that one large image because I'm going to make some jigs based on his premise and it's going to be quite,
0: uh, quite fun to say the least. So you're going to try the panoramic camera mode and then the ruler as well because that would, that trick would probably work just fine for that.
1: Well, yeah, the uh, I may give that panoramic a try. I've never tried the panorama view. I've done other things. I've used the ruler and, and other scaled items to as reference before. But the this this piece is going to have to have, you know, all the measurements are already there, mm-hmm. and all the angles are already there. So if I don't have to recreate the wheel, I was hoping I could just copy it and and just make sure my angles were correct when they butted up, so that I can make the jigs.
0: I don't think I have a pic. I know I have a picture of that somewhere. If it's the MG nine forty four one or whatever they call them now, where it's just oh. that really weird, tons of angles. Yeah, I've got a picture. Yeah. If you want me to send it to you,
1: of the of the uh, inside of the part.
0: Well, I've probably got to ask him first if we're allowed to show that because I know yeah, at the one uh, time he didn't want to show it off. Yeah, well, I you think he didn't sh- want to show it off because he had a bunch of tape on it to hold it together. Well, this is uh this is a
1: completely built speaker, but only one side's missing on purpose. Okay.
0: Let's see here. Um Natasha says I used to hand carve what I needed to do, so the CNC even for the second for two D carving I do is faster. Nice. I don't, I just got to find the, pro. we got to find the project. I think if us three came to, came together, you know, so the design aspect of it, the traditional aspect of it, and then just made a competition, whoever wants to do it. And then Mm -hmm. basically traditional woodworkers can do it and then CNC can do it and just let everyone kind of go at it and see what they come up with.
2: That would be a a fun project. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, I forgot and, to mention too. I I now have an app for the oh, new wow. course too. We, so now,
3: can't,
0: we can't keep up with you, man. You're just, if
2: you're if you're mobile, you have an app so you can watch the lessons whenever you want.
0: So you have access to all of your videos through an app. Yep. You get better and better every time. I'm telling you. I try. A butter mold. That's what Gerald's gonna go with. A butter mold. As a project. Let's see what we got here. Is oh, that
2: yeah. like, is that like a mold where you melt butter in and then it hardens to the mold? <clears throat> is that what that is?
0: I have absolutely no idea. I don't, I really don't. Well, and he, he does like really
3: traditional things from Appalachia. Oh, Let's see here. That should work. Yeah, he's beyond my, my level.
1: He would be like on level 14 if this was learn your cnc.com
0: levels. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as you get to level 12, you go to traditional woodworking. (laughs) That would be funny. Yeah. I need to get that app. I need to get that app too. Oh, there we go. Uh, Make butter and it molds it to that shape. Okay. So hand carving that out.
2: I think the CNC might have an advantage there.
0: Yeah. But it depends on the shape. So let's see. I got.
2: Oh, Steve asked course. if the app is live now. Um, technically it is, but you're not, we you won't have access to it, access to it till uh, Monday oh, when I is. switch over. Yeah. When you switch over to the new course, uh, you'll have access to it.
0: So Fred, the new website, let me get it, is academy.learnyourcnc.com.
2: Yeah, Fred, I'll send you an email uh, Monday to access that site. He's a student
0: of mine. So, By the all way, this, all Kyle the students keeps all emails, With all but... his students, he knows them
2: all. Mm-hmm. all, all he really does. Thirteen hundred of them.
1: Fred, he's from uh, Southern uh, Virginia, and he's got uh, a <laughs> wife and three children. And you know, George, he's over there from.
0: Uh... And and you think we're joking, but at the same time, talking to Kyle in the in the backstage area, if you will, before the show, it's, you know, he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. This is that guy. And that's this person. And yeah. He knows.
2: I try to keep up, can't keep up with all of them, but there's some familiar faces.
0: So these are the angles he's talking about.
2: Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Is it though? A lot of angles.
0: Yeah. And not, not is... a one of them are 45 or 90. <laughs> not. Not one of them are regular.
2: One of them looks like a 90 there.
0: Close nope. to it. It looks like it, but it's actually, I think it's like... Yeah, it's like 88 or something (laughs) like that. It's just off from it. That's why that bracket's in there to hold them in place. Wow. So what it it is, is this is a folded horn. So it's tapering the entire time wider and wider until it gets to the opening. And this is how you naturally gain volume in in decibels without using any kind of power, is a horn. And that was my dad's design. I think I'm pretty sure that was his to where he could do it all in one compact speaker that sits on the floor. Wow. That's a whole nother realm. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've made a simple speaker box before, but nothing that crazy.
0: Same. <sighs> yeah. yeah, even wow. the simple speaker boxes aren't simple.
2: Well, mine was just a box with two holes in it. <laughs>
0: I wish I could go back to those days. Like now, all of a sudden, it's totally different. Is it a cup with a hole and a plunger with an a plunger with a design? Okay, so that's what a butter mold is.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: That is how they did the sound in the old victrolas. That's right. That that design was actually based off of the the old horns that they had in movie theaters back in the day, acoustats. Anyway, so we've hit the one-hour mark. We're going to get into audio. It's going to get crazy around here. Tell you what. So, LearnYourCNC.com now. Well, as of Monday. It's going to be academy.learnyourcnc.com, where you can get, how many was it? Oh, my gosh, so many. Seven. Seven levels.
2: Plus the boot camp.
0: Plus the boot camp. And the boot
1: camp is very cool. I've personally gone through that. Man, I love it. Great job. Chris
2: Chris got an early sneak peek.
3: He was a tester.
2: We used him as the, the, the test dummy. I'll be well, the
0: you test got, dummy you got, that doesn't you have a CNC and just ask all these questions like, what's this for? Why do you have this? <laughs> what are you, you doing got, with that? He'll you waste dummy your time. Right.
1: No, he'll, yeah. he'll, what, what Mike will do is he'll come behind the video and he'll, he'll timestamp it and tell you where you were wrong <laughs> <laughs> and
2: call you out on, on all your flaws. At two minutes and 14 seconds, you said this. this.
0: Well, you didn't like my comment on your video.
1: No, no, no. That's, that's what I like. I need that. I mean, how else are you going to grow If I mean, you know, <laughs> nobody tells you where you forgot to take out one of the default editing pieces.
0: You know, you know, what's funny is I'm sitting there watching it and I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, I should just timestamp this in the comment while I'm watching it and just write out my little comment. I'll be that guy today. So you got the first, <laughs> you got the first trial of that. Good night, Connors, dad. Appreciate you working so late. Whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> thanks for the info, says John. <laughs> Tasha says, thanks so much. So appreciate everybody who's yeah. watching tonight coming over from LearnYourCNC.com, which is going to be academy.LearnYourCNC.com.
2: And one one more announcement. Yeah. new New beginner bits coming soon. Mm. Some
3: what bits, does this mean?
2: CNC bits. Router bits. Right learn your cnc bits coming soon
3: nice yeah.
2: I thought that was a
1: tube
0: of of like lip balm or something no no there.
2: this might hurt a little it's a little sharp mm.
0: yeah are so they deep- do they have your branding on them yes they do oh that's so cool i
2: can't see in the camera but autofocus we'll yeah it's too much yellow yeah
3: that's awesome congratulations awesome
0: Give you the little golf clap. Golf clap, clap yep. Yeah. I'd clap, but then it would grab these cords and it would not go well. Yeah, well, that's why I had to go high. Great job, Kyle.
2: Thank you. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Gary will definitely, he'll be there to check it out once he gets a CNC, because that'll happen for him.
1: Well, I'm Gary, it it, yet. it's important to go there before you buy your CNC, because Kyle has lots of resources on his website as well to help you pick the right CNC that's right for you. Not the one that Izzy says you need. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Nick from uh, Stated Wood Co. He's he just signed up. He's he's getting ready for his new machine. He's got the Phantom. He's getting he's got ordered.
0: Nice. I see all over social media is selling the Avid. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, uh, our one of our
1: Patreon's. He was asking me if I saw that. He said, "Is that a good machine?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Is that the one Izzy had?" I went, "Yeah." I said, "He said so." It's pretty good. I said, "Well, I've used it. It's a good machine, you know." And for him, that would be perfect because. Scott does a lot of cabinets and cutting up sheet goods. So
0: might yeah. eliminate some of his sauce stop needs. There you go. A lot of that time behind the saw stop. And if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, <laughs> so you can join us backstage and ask questions to the guest and mm-hmm. whatever you may want to do, just hang out with us while we, well, basically I create the intro because I keep forgetting to do that until the last minute. Join us at patreon.com. What podcast.
2: Yeah. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't know that backstage thing was a, uh thing you guys had i i think that's definitely worth it Get a i little... felt bad
0: for you know when we had our little laps there for february i felt bad that they were contributing and we didn't have anything extra and i thought why not just invite them in you know yeah mm-hmm. we're all here getting ready and putting together the graphics and you know talking about what the graphics we have blah blah
1: blah so
2: good you know, opportunity I'm still, putting,
1: to... I'm, I'm still putting my makeup on at that time so you know
2: yeah that
0: took a spot. while it did take a while he <laughs> got really red too yeah you need more makeup <laughs> Some but yeah, check us out. Join us. You know, tell your friends what that podcast where we interview people about. Oh yeah, we didn't powerful... we
1: didn't ask him that question.
0: Yeah, gotta find. Well, you did yeah. say the hot seat. Okay, so the Go hot ahead. seat, Kyle. Who you want to throw into the hot seat? Who do you want to see? Oh, take the punishment for the third time Ooh. or first time?
2: Hmm. We have to so hey, answer names. Answer later. But... I, I I bet you my buddy Nick there from the one I met there at the workbench. I bet he would do it. Yeah.
0: Nick would actually, that would be yeah. a good one. Yeah. We'd, we'd, he, yeah. He does a lot
2: of, he does a lot of built-in furniture and hmm. he's been working full time for himself for a while. So he probably have a lot.
1: Well, that uh, sounds like, and you know what? You're the first one to actually give us a name. So you're the winner <laughs> of the grand prize. Oh, what'd I win? Uh, a return trip. Anytime you like
2: a return <laughs> right. trip. From to where the,
0: to the Whatnot Podcast?
2: Oh, <laughs> how okay.
1: about
0: free advertisement of Learn Your CNC Academy at academy.learnyourcnc.com? Ah, I can do it I that thought, way. That's how I'll I
2: do it. I thought I was getting a return flight from somewhere.
0: Oh, well, well, from not nowhere. that kind of trip. Yeah,
1: I mean, what See kind of fun do you think this place has? I mean, say what you drive down through Conover, and then I'll drive the rest of the way to Atlanta. How's that? There you go. All right, we'll we'll finish the trip out together. And then on yeah, your way back, you can stay the night at my house. And then that way you're, you're fresh and ready to go back to work the next time.
2: I'm on my way home. I was in Charlotte for a three hour layover. I, that was actually a pretty nice airport there. Yeah,
3: uh, it
2: is. A nice lot of
1: good Well, it, it, it is now.
2: Yeah. I,
1: I was doing traveling every week when it was under construction. It was a nightmare.
2: Well, the only bad thing was the pilot bragged how early we're going to be there. We got there a half hour early. He was bragging about it. And then the, uh, the jet bridge got stuck so we were stuck in the on the tarmac for 30 minutes he's like well good thing we got here 30 minutes early
0: and welcome to charlotte they weren't ready for it what what awesome. airline was it by the way i'm curious
2: it was american but he said uh that the airline doesn't maintain those he's like uh he said the the county or the city maintains those
0: right no just cuz yeah just curious i like i like pilots that are confident you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes me feel yeah. better about the trip.
2: Yeah, I had a good flight, though. No, no issues there.
0: Well, we thank uh-huh. everyone for watching. We hope everybody will check out LearnYourCNC.com, soon-to-be-academy.LearnYourCNC.com. Kyle, appreciate you coming on again, watching us yes, uh, every week when you do. We do appreciate yep. it.
2: I appreciate the invite back. Always a good um, time.
0: And I'm glad you had a good laugh on in the intro. I was thinking about how could I do this? And I saw a CNC video file and I was like, oh, that's what we'll do. So I'm glad yep. you had a good laugh at it. I appreciate you. Not being all mad, like,
2: oh yeah, yeah. Appreciate <laughs> not a problem. All
0: no. right. So thank you, sir. Check thank us out you. on all your favorite social media stuff. And uh yeah. Well, hold on. Hold on. I got a banner for this. Wait, there we go. We're oh, also available on Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms now that i stopped being the slacker <laughs>
2: and, and there was know.
0: nobody rushing you to get it done yeah it's just a personal thing i know I night steve <clears throat> all right so everybody thank you again for joining us whatnot podcast i'm mike z i'm chris i'm and this kyle. Is kyle learn to com. have a great night see, see you. and see you later <laughs> thank you